Greetings, Commanders, and welcome to episode 167 of Lave Radio, the show that talks about the universe of the elite and the fantastic community that surrounds it. I'm your host, losing your vo- losing his voice probably very rapidly this evening, Ben Mosswoodward, otherwise known as Commander Edelweiss, and joining me in the rather sticky, slightly buffed up and minorly bloodstained orange sidewinder this evening, we have Grant Wilcott, otherwise known as Psycho, Psycho Cow. Good evening. Good evening. Good evening. Good evening. And that's yes. Hello. Hello. And we are also joined by a lovely Mr. Librarian himself, Colin Ford, otherwise known as Phoenix to Fire. Good evening, everybody. So, Grant, I know you've had a bit of a hell of a day. You want to talk about it, or should we just move on? Yeah, it's not been that. It's not, not so much, you know. It's been a fun week actually. Obviously, we had our, our oh, war. We've had our, our war last week, which is good. And whoever is collating the event, I actually I needed to check in with them, but it's been that kind of week of getting things done. Um, the good news Sorry, is who's, who's who's collating the event? Oh, somebody is somebody somebody somewhere. Whoever whoever wants to is going to do that. Um, <laughs> that always makes me laugh. Whoever someone will. Um, and uh, so we've got a nice. We're obviously reaching the end of the, that, and we'll have to get to a point where we either accept the proposals that the alliance have made, or whether or not we just fancy fighting on, or whether or not we're just going to just you know nip down the pub, get a couple of brandies or something. Um, tomorrow marks the end of my involvement with a company called Fired Earth, which is the bathroom supplier that has done nothing but let us down. Um, and tomorrow's no doubt going to be another day where there's going to be more carry-on when the courier doesn't come out or the courier does come out. If the courier comes out and takes it all away, it'll then be waiting with bated breath to see if they even bother to process a refund. Um, this has been a, what, 12, 13 weeks ongoing dis- disgusting carry-on, frankly. Um, however, in amongst all of that... Sorry, was that however or whoever? However, however, however. who doesn't? I don't think he's related. I think he. I don't know if he's involved in any wars, but he. Well, actually, I know he was because unfortunately he is a member of staff that works in Fired Earth in Edinburgh. Um, his name's Paul, and he could not. Well, that's the problem there. Then they're from Edinburgh. Well, no, you're, he, you know, he's amazing. Region, so. He was amazing, and and the the problem has been the minute it comes down to going to their customer care department, you disappear into a void, and they stop talking to you, or they tell you no. Or they tell you whatever the hell they want and then never respond to you and ignore your phone calls. And it's one of those kind of things. Whereas Paul Can has I been our, our go Yeah. A bit, a bit like a certain well known games company, you mean? <laughs> Sorry! I think we just got light by one ticket for the expo. I think I think we just lost a ticket there. Um, so yes, he's been amazing, and I really, I mean, it's it's hard to to have the situation where I'm just absolutely disgusted and fed up with them as a company. But for them to have members of staff that are this wee ray of hope in amongst the ridiculousness of their policies and their inability to string two sentences together. Um, so yeah, if I was you and you're going to be spending fortunes on showers and bathrooms and all that kind of stuff and you want the nice customised stuff, avoid fired earth. It's just not worth the hassle. And to say that, we got a new supplier. Remember I told you that we got this new supplier and he was brilliant and he said, you know, he'll get us a sample up and uh, so we don't have to commit to the ridiculous terms and conditions that there are when, when you order stuff. And... Um, 
so we've done that, and then we chased him up about well, a week and a half later. We didn't hear anything for him to tell us that he's away on his holidays. It's now been another week and a half. That's three weeks without the sample that we need to make the decision to go into a four-week wait. So every flippin' week wasted is another week further away from getting this bloody wet room finished. In positive news... The other bathroom that we've decided to do in the meantime at my daughter's house, <laughs> the taps in the shower have arrived. <laughs> we only started it two weeks ago. And it's already further ahead than the bathroom we've been working on for the last four months. Uh, so, yeah, that's been fun. Um, I played The Escapist 2 with Darius Fusion online and we had an absolute blast with and it. And me? Well, yeah, we had Jude in as well. Uh, we had Skip Rat in and we had Nick and we had uh, uh, Lennon in. And it is by far one of the most craziest multiplayer games because just when you think you've coordinated something together, <laughs> you accidentally <laughs> fart on a police dog's nose and the rest of you are all carted off to solitary. Um it's tons of fun. It is frustrating. It's mental. It is, and of course, you yes. you joined us in the player unknown as well, which was great. Yeah, that was that was a lot of fun as well. So um, yeah, loads of fun stuff happening. It is just a case of unfortunately the stress of this bathroom and how it just is holding so many things back for us. Oh, and we uh, lose our carer at the end of this month as well. She's moving on. Oh no, she's going. Yes. Yeah. Uh. Uh, you yeah, that's going to be a pain then. It's been on the cards for a long time, so we, you know, we kind of oh, expected it. But um, yeah, so it'll be a new chapter. Unfortunately, this is what's affected my ability to get to conventions. She's more than happy to come and sort of watch, but we're going to have to go through a wee transitional period where um, they get their opportunities to sort of shake off the, uh, what would you call it? Shake off the dust of being in a job. You know that kind of thing you have to do. You have to get that break. It's kind of like if you break up with a girlfriend. You know, you can't just go straight away to being friends. You've got to go away, shake off the dust Aye. a little bit and come back relaxed and clear of the situation to have a nice, clear idea of what it is and what your relationship is. So that's um, fun in games. God, this feels like mm. therapy. This is awesome. It's great to have you guys back. <laughs> I'll, I... I, I that's what we're here for, isn't it? At least in part. <laughs> I'm just enjoying actually watching Coldzar get shot by the Alliance and his ship seems to be pretty much shrugging it all off. <laughs> what was that? <laughs> I just did the funniest thing. I've just decided to set a course for Lave and just it's, it's just kind of, you know that way when you jump in a taxi and go, you give them your hotel and it pulls along to the end Aye. of the street and then stops. Yeah, the... <laughs> This amazing beta course planner that can do thousands of miles, and I've just tested it with one jump. And didn't no. didn't get there. No. Oh, two jumps. Oh, two jumps. Even okay. better. Right, I'm heading <sighs> to leave. You coming to leave? Are you? Okay, okay. <sighs> so yeah. Um, so Colin, what about yourself? Have you been less less dramatic week for you, or? Well, um, yeah, I think the last I heard. Can I just see if I remember, the last I heard, you were handing in your notice with where you currently are. And yeah, well, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, the, yeah, let's, let's just say it's a bit of a bit of a drama at work ourselves because they've, oh, no. they've had a whole lot of IP issues with the, another developer and stuff, which has meant that even though I've handed in my notice, they are going to force me to work my whole three months when originally they said, no, nah, don't worry, we'll let you go after a month. 
So thankfully my new employers are quite understanding about this. So phew, nothing to worry about there. Um, going forward uh, in the game, I was on, doing a top shift on, uh, on let's see, Sunday night. Uh, and I must say thank you to Commander Whoever. Not Commander Whatever, because I was calling in Commander Whatever a couple of times. Because as per usual, I get a little confused with my old does, age. Does he, have a, does he have a sister called uh, Whyever? Um, you can ask him. Okay. You can ask whoever, him. Um, whoever, do you have a sister called Whyever? Whoever. Yeah. And me and Commander Ra, that's Commander oh, R-A-H, um, we're testing the um, Suicide Sidewinder and um, the bounty mechanics. I think that's mechanics. meant to be removed, isn't it? Hmm? The Suicide Sidewinder is meant to be removed from 245. Well, Remember that's reading what we, the patch that's, notes correctly. That's what we were testing. All right, okay. Is okay. there something thoughts on this then? Um, well, there is, unfortunately. I mean, in our cases, it did... Um, and Sandra's kind of con- confirmed this today, that there seems to be a couple of issues that still need to be ironed out with it. After all, it is a beta. Um, in, in both my case and with um, Commander Vraz, it was a case where we both managed to destroy each other. So he destroyed my ship, I destroyed his ship... He should have had a two hundred. Uh, he should have had a rebuy for his uh, Corvette, uh, on put against his rebuy cost yep. of the suicide sidewinder. Same for me for my Ferdinand's, but neither appeared, even though we followed the ins- you know the kind of instructions. So yeah, that's been passed back to Frontier and Races. A bit, a <laughs> Was that Commander Ra? You said. Yeah. Do you know his ship name? Um, he might have changed it because I, I know that yesterday it was kill me. His, he's in his Corvette at the moment outside Live Station, and he's in Darth Maul and the Cobra. Oh yes, yes. <laughs> well, we we salute the people that know about Darth Maul and the Cobra because basically that was so sick puppies. so long ago. So yeah, and, and, and that's been it. I mean, I haven't actually been in the proper game since the beta was released. Mm. Uh, I've been involved with uh, doing a lot of different tests and uh, running around and, and oh I've got enough from a decal Okay, so, how yeah. much do you not need I thought you just needed to sign up and say you've done something for your decal don't you No 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 you've Ooh. got to go you've got to actually go and do a little bit of work right, you've got to go get have... some uh, Thargoid components so the, um, in the yeah. system that I thought you started you, yeah but you had to go and get some Oh, what is it? I've got, I've got it written down here. Apparently, I've collected twenty-eight tons mm-hmm. of stuff. Um, here we go. Here, you need to get some carapaces, some yeah. energy cells, mm-hmm. organic circuitry, technology components, and focusing crystals yep. to silver stock. Mm-hmm. Is there a set amount we need to hand in to get our decal, or is it just? Some? Yes, there is. If you go into the contacts. You will yep. you will see the research and science and research contact, yeah. and that'll tell you how much is outstanding. Hey, hey, mate, hey, mate! I've got some thargoid bits in me back in me hauler. You interested? Yeah. You I, some... I might well oh, be. God. I don't know if I've got enough yet. So exactly. does it go up to top one hundred percent when you've done enough? Then what you mean the the tier? Yeah. Uh, I don't know actually. Okay. I don't. Uh, at the moment, it's, it's saying that I've got enough to. To claim the decal, and the decal should appear next time I log in. Okay, where does uh, it say that for you then? Under the the signs and contacts, there should be zero. 
once you've managed to, to clear everything out. Oh, so if you, what, if you just dock at a station? Um, yes. Okay. That's, that's to, what I've been told happens. I'm I haven't checked it myself a, yet. I'm going to go and dock at Leif Station and have a look at that. Okay. Because otherwise I know what I'm doing tomorrow night. <laughs> no, I mean, I must admit, it was it was quite interesting going around the the beta um, the beta Thargoid base because because it's on a, a kind of red planet, it feels like you're going, it, one of these things is growing on Mars. Mm-hmm. You kind of appreciate, and some of the some of the textures and that look very much like the Mars rover when you're going around in the SLV. It's, it's one of those things that, that strikes you from time to time. It is very pretty, and it's it's different from being in Mayer as well, I found. Yes, yes. Yeah. Oh, and I, I must apologise to a commander, Roger C., um, because I was testing the uh, the murder uh, <laughs> the murder uh, mechanics, um, I took him out. Oh dear! He did interdict me first. Realised that interdicting a Federalance using an Imperial courier isn't exactly the best thing to do. Uh, yeah. But uh, unfortunately, I don't think he had report crimes against me um, <laughs> marked, so I wasn't able to test. Okay. But, uh, but um, <laughs> your dedication to sacrifice, Commander Roger C, is appreciated. <laughs> Command- Commander Lennon is suggesting his new ship name should be Murder Mechanics. Murder Mechanics? No, 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 no. Murder Hobo. Poor Hobos. Right, well, before we get too much into the beta stuff, I should probably say what I've been up to the past wee while. Um, so I've been off on holiday. I was off in sunny and mildly earthquake-affected uh, roads where, with my family, that was all lovely, sipping far too much rum, actually, rather than gin, I'm afraid. Um, I did try to have some gin, but the local brand of gin was absolutely vile. And, I mean, I, I'm Scottish. I try not to... I try to always at least finish what I've got in front of me, and that gin I I couldn't I just couldn't drink. Yeah, you know, it was nasty. I don't know what it was. Uh, I've tasted stuff out of a bath that tastes better than that stuff. Um, but we had we we have we have dings. We did have lots of very strong alcohol, lots of very nice cocktails, um, and far too much coffee with rum in it for me. Um, in game, I've I've basically I've I've been back for about a day and a bit now. So I've played a little bit of the beta. I've signed up to the decal. I went to the place. I shot some th- um, of the scavengers, mm-hmm. and that's all I got. Um, right. So I'm just looking. I'm looking at the earn a special ship decal. So it says if I'm I'm docked up a leave station. <coughs> 28 tons collected, top 100%, current tier rewards, no rewards, um, global progress, 154,716 tons collected, 4,000 odd people, and there's five days left. Um, <coughs> rewards depend on your contribution to the goal which at which tier is met, and then it just says unlocked at first tier. So where do you see it saying... How much you've actually got to collect? Well, you won't be able to see it here because uh, you need to be in the station, in Silver Station itself. 
Oh, you got to go be there, do you? Oh, Grant's, yes. been, Grant's been shot. Okay, Ra is saying I've got it. So, Ra, how much do I need? Um, okay, someone's just saying you need to... Uh, you just need to see if you have any tons. That's, Ra, that's what Ra is saying. So, Ra just says we need to have some. Rather than anything. And I've got 28, so he, Ra's saying I'm okay. Well, I had a breakdown of at least three or four tons of each thing. So... Okay, that's interesting. Then I don't, I I don't know, but it, it's maybe it's a bit weird. Ra, but the Twitch does seem to say Ra is right. Fair enough. I don't care. I go, you know, I don't go in for all these flash modification rubbish. Yeah, it's what's inside the ship that counts, not what you cover. The and that's why I want a mug on my on my dashboard. Damn it! Oh, I see. Yeah, I, I, I've just been uh, making inquiries into our next run of mugs, so mm-hmm, keep watching that space mm-hmm. if you're a trucker. And if you're not oh, a trucker oh, and you want to get oh. a mug, then just get involved in whatever it is we come up with, with the lunacy. But be prepared because, you know, <laughs> it often involves that sort of staying awake challenge part to, you know, whatever the craziness <laughs> is, whether it be an hour and a half sitting there still <laughs> just watching a dot get bigger. Oh, word of warning, though, um, we have been notified by the truckers that the Hutton, uh, the Hutton station is in lockdown at the moment. Oh, why? Um, well, um, UA bombing. Yes, oh, no, no. there was somebody that was um, enthusiastically got uh, a bit carried away with the UA bombing. Yeah, well, they, they worked out it would only take eight of them to, um, <laughs> to wipe out. <laughs> the entire, the entire station. Well, um, Grant, I mean, Colin, I could, Colin, could you read either elite chat or Skype chat and respond to me, please? Right. Okay. Okay. Right. Well, meantime, while while uh, Ben is 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 quickly getting rid of coffee down the toilet, <laughs> <laughs> more coffee down the toilet. Yeah, there's a euphemism and a half. Um, we have to, obviously, the big news this week is we've gone into open beta. Now, the previous beta was uh, internal for the, the other, uh, for the beta backers, which lasted about three days. <laughs> um, and I must give a, a shout out to Frontier. Uh, support for actually sorting out my beta problems. I used to have problems downloading any beta, uh, but um, the, thankfully they've, um, the Frontier support have uh, given me the uh, the clues to completely don't bother with um, trying to update existing installations, wipe it and let it re-download the whole beta again. That, that seems to have fixed all my problems. But um, yeah, the open beta has had a, a, um, it's made a couple of fixes from the the closed one uh and grant have you had much chance to to muck about in it yet i've not no obviously i was involved heavily in the war i have however had opportunities throughout the sort of days to watch a number of streamers as they went through uh some of the spectacular things 
from within the yeah. Ibiza. So I got an opportunity to watch uh, Commander Human and um, and uh, Fiery Toad, and then there's been uh, Nats right over the weekend, and oh, a ton of people have been streaming. So it's nice to see uh, Elite back on the top of their stream lists again. Um, yes. So it was nice to sort of again some of the stuff that really really did impress me was the the, the sort of course plotting. Yeah, the, I mean, the the exploration side of things. Uh, I haven't had a chance to look at this one yet, but can you reach Colonia from the bubble? Um, do you know what? Just give me a second. I'm going to go and do it right now. I'm not going to go there. I'm currently on fire. Um, on fire again? Yeah, same problem. Um, I'm finding that because I use uh, a nice... Uh, switcher for my usb keyboard and mouse when i try to come back to the main machine it causes my usb hub on the other pc just to have its moment and um as a result it cuts my hot ass <laughs> just totally literally goes nope and then um automatically kind of disables the joysticks and puts um silent running on just 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 oh. you know, just for the sheer hell of it which is lovely oh which is why you're on fire. I thought for a second you were saying that your USB hub had caught fire. But never mind. No, not quite. Okay, so Colonia is 21,000 light years away from where we are in Lave. So we'll need to maybe go a little bit further away. So here's a little eight, bit shorter. Yes. A little bit shorter. Well, I'm going to do an 18,000 um, course plot to FB-XE1-49 it's 18,793.24 light years away I'm going to hit plot route now it is now going up in percentages 20% and then it stopped was that good? route plotting failed out of range that is probably because um it does, although it takes things into account, if, if this is impossible for you to make that route, it, it will actually tell you. Yeah, so it may well be that I've run out of fuel. It should actually show me on that course as well, because um, you can also do the jet cone, which is the yes. neutron highway, which I thought was super, super exciting. Uh, okay, let's try, let's try a different location and see if I can get a route plotted. So it's because there'll be there'll 16% be sixteen percent in that one field. There'll be one jump there that's just that little bit too far for your jump drive. That's what will have caused the problem. Oh man, this well, should tell me that. That's rubbish. I was going to say this is really, really good. I'm not going to say it's rubbish. This is rubbish. <laughs> it's not. <laughs> it's, it's amazingly um, effective. And uh, obviously, if I wasn't flying a sidewinder with a class E um, frame shift drive, this wouldn't be a problem. Oh, don't even start. I mean, oh, my, I haven't even reached the second base in the, my trip to Colonia on the Xbox yet, and it's, oh, I'm, I'm suffering, I'm beijing out. I really am beijing out. <laughs> That's quite a, a, quite a, what do you call it, a, a confession there. <laughs> right, let's go for 13,000 light years, and I'm going a slight, I've come down a few thousand. Um, let's see. Oh, this one looks better. No! Yes! There we go, done. So in a matter of hey. seconds, I mean, if you can remember how bad it was plotting 100 light years in the original game, and it could take anywhere to up to half an hour, uh, <laughs> depending if you were lucky, to do it in less than, what, a minute? 
is fantastic to be able to use jet cone boost boosts and it'll calculate the efficient way when it'll show you where you need to refuel on the stop as well it is it's spectacular this is i think a huge help to explorers because if you're like me uh, who sets a course then logs off and forgets where the hell i was going and the first thing you do when you come back in the next time is to try and work out in what direction you're going and then when you think hey i got out there that was pretty cool let's go and look at my beautiful straight line that i've made from that point right out to that point on the sd star map and you you bring it up and you look at it and you go god was i drunk (laughs) <laughs> this kind of zigzagged horrific line this way you know you're going to stay that course i know that in order to get out to where i'm going um it's going to be let's have a look and see how many jumps does it tell me not on that screen we'll go back out to the main one and then have a look so i know that it's going to be 1239 jumps to get there um, jumps jumps <laughs> <laughs> not dumps maybe five jump dumps depending on how long Jesus. I'm not quite sure estimate, if I'm doing that trip to Colonia and I see that li- that number of jumps I think I'd probably suicide right there well you see that's not even in your suicide winder um, you should try it I've got a feeling you might have a, you know the first number might not be a one it could be as high as six <laughs> <laughs> yes that's that is a it's one of those things I regret doing with the, with the Xbox at Commander because I'm now too far along to suicide because I'll just go straight back to one of the other small bases. So I'm still going to be ages and ages away getting back from the bubble. <laughs> it's, it's, it's one of those things where, I, I, I don't know, I think I'd like it because you're making steady progress. But yes, you're right. That could be a significant... Oh, bugger that, man. Five minutes. Yeah. Five minutes a jump. Um, because because I'm really bad at it. I've got to cater, and it's a five minute per jump average, given the fact that every fourth star I'm going to crash into it. So that's five thousand uh, six thousand minutes in game. That's going to be ten hours. Or was it a hundred hours? God, where did my maths go? Um, Divided by sixty. Perhaps your taps have, have done your head in. Oh, crikey. Just, you know, we'll see when you work out <laughs> what I've paid for these taps. There's no wonder I'm having problems with my thousands. Um, so, yeah, it'll be, it'll be 600 jumps. 600 well, the, the main... Hours. As per usual, the, there is a little bit of... little bit of salt that goes with this. I mean, there's a lot of people who are saying, they've now made exploration too easy. Nee, 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 nee. So, um... It, it does seem like a frontier cat Anyone win. that says that's not seen me fly or try and dock. <laughs> Back in my day, I had to jump 100 light years both ways. <laughs> uphill. You think it's bad on Xbox controllers? I had to dock my thing with a mouse and a keyboard. Um, yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I remember when it was all ASX arrow and arrow. No, oh, it was wasn't wasn't A Z arrow arrow space and <laughs> slash, isn't it? Surely it was five, six, seven, eight, and nine, and then zero for fire. Um, I can't remember what space was. I can't remember what fire was. Um, so one hundred and three hours point uh, point two five. So for one hundred and three hours uh, and nearly in half, <laughs> or, or or exactly a quarter, whatever you want. Look at point two five. <laughs> I'm going home. Oh shit! I'm here. <laughs> no, you're not. You're here. You ain't going anywhere. 
Right. So, what other features we've got in two in two four? We've got well, we've got the storyline, which you can't say anything about it. Have you you got any feelings about the slots we've got to the commander creator and Hollow Me or whatever you want to call it? Um, well, I find them quite useful. Um, right. I've been, I've been experimenting with some ugly looks. Okay. I still can't get. I still can't get a commander to look anything like me. I don't know whether or not it, it's able to render that level of beauty, or whether or not it's. Um... <laughs> it might be easy if you get plastic surgery to look like your avatar. Just look like your commander, yeah. Like oh, like that woman who looked like Barbie, but you know, she's gone off and done God knows how much to basically look exactly like Barbie. Well, yeah. For weird reason. She's still got a slightly less plastic count now. <laughs> slightly, but not much. Um, so yeah, I think Colin can go and get several thousand I've, pounds yeah, I've stuff not, to look like his commander. I've not um, messed around with the Hollow Me, as I say. I've not really had that opportunity to get into the beta much. Um, my plan was to to get in and be uh, part of that community goal to to do my bit, and I just haven't bothered my arse. So um, yeah, I'm a little bit behind that. <coughs> so I've not seen the Hollow Me. How? Uh, what, what do you mean by slots? Um, so if you go into Hollywood now, which I then can't. I'm gonna, which you, oh you can't? <laughs> not yet. I'm in space. You can you can do it in space? No, no you can it's, do it it's just not advised. It's not safe. Ah, it's safe enough. How far out? Where are you anyway? Uh, I'm just one jump further away than I was when I started. <laughs> are you? Near, how far are you from Lave? Two jumps. Oh, that's no far then. No, I'm well, not. Are you running away from Lave? Are you? I uh, know. I just plotted the course out to Colonia. Um, <laughs> right, okay. I wasn't planning on heading off, but unfortunately, I'd forgotten that but I just plotted now you the are. course. <laughs> um, but yeah, let's have a look at this Hollow Me then. Uh, hold on. Mm, there we go. I'll just point it at USR. Um, right. Okay, Hollow so Me. You, you, basically, you've got load, save. So I guess if I do save, then. Oh, I see. Then you get different slots to come in under. Can you name them? No, you can't. So it looks like we've got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine slots. It looks like we get, do, 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 um, do, do, and that is kind of handy, I suppose. How did you get into your Hollow Me from your ship, then, Ben? Okay, so you go to get right. I need to come out all. I need to come out all the way again. Exit. So you you're looking in your ship all nice and forwards, and then you look to your right hand panel where you got your status and things like that. Yeah. And then you've got your Hollow Me uh, just above an engineers in the status section. Oh, right. So in the status tab, you've got it there. I see. I didn't realise. I, I mean, I'd, I'd seen it there, and I'd probably accidentally You'd seen it there, but you hadn't a, seen it there. A million times. Yeah. Um, well, if, if you go there, right, if you go there when you get there... I am. Then you can actually go and change your suit, and there's, a, there's probably the most important thing, in my opinion, in the beta... Is actually in Hollow Me now. You can go to your suit, and you'll see a nice new shiny thing. Will I? No, no in in your suit section. I've got this orange one. You've what's, got a lovely orange one. What's this? What's this weird orange thing? It's kind of orange with like you know. It says it orange says, with black bits. Yeah, it doesn't quite go with my green makeup. And it's got something called Lavicon next to it. Lavicon. Lavicon. How? How? Oh, right. Okay. Well, actually, I'm going to have to close this little player logo. Hold on a second while I do that. <laughs> mm -mm 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 -mm. 
because I can't see the save controls. There they are. So yeah, if you go save, and then you can actually go and save yourself into a slot, and you'll see you get nine of them now, and you can load them up, and it all works very shinily. And you know, if you've got different things, then you can have different things, and you can you can be a cross-dressing commander any day you want now, Grant. That's perfect. You're about to exit without saving changes. I did save changes. The world saw me save changes. I saved it to the other slot. Hey, you're fine then. So that's all. That's all sh- fine and shiny then. Exit without saving then. It's ruined. It me. is a wee bit. Yeah, it is a little bit. Yeah. Interesting wording. I think I can see what they're getting at, but I'm not quite fully convinced. Um. Okay, but, so yeah, so Hollow Me has had some slots added to it. The Hollow Me's had some slots added. Route to it. planning is beyond what it used to be, and in fact, has become something really, really useful. Um, what about? Shall I invite? Shall I invite you to my <laughs> in to be a crewman, or are you actually flying back to leave? No, bring me in as your crewman. Let's go and have okay, a look. Okay, I will. I will. I will crew you in because there's another very shiny thing here as well. So find. Commander Grant, there he is. Invite to crew. Um, let's do some mentoring, I suppose. I like mints. I like mints too. Are they are this Imperial mints or Trebor or a wee bit of mints and tatties? Yes. A bit, bit of mints and tatties. Oh, actually, you know what I fancy? A nice mince pie. What, a Christmas one? No, like a proper mince pie. Like in... In watercress, in watercress pastry and things. <laughs> okay. <laughs> You're like a scotch pie, but made out of mince meat, but made out of mince instead. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, I get a mince pie. So, let me get myself looking in the, into the sun, Ooh. so I can show this off, and then yeah, actually, that's no, that's not a bad view just as I'm sitting. Yeah. And. We do have this in two other ships, but I can't even mind off the top of my head what they are. Oh, God. You know what? This The beta's not got my bindings in it for the camera oh. controls. That is uh, annoying. <laughs> it's remembered all my bindings. That's weird that you've lost it. Well, I, to be honest, I've had to reinstall this machine. All right, okay. So, you, yeah, you have. I'm actually, in which case, then sending the bindings around is all right. Pain in the bottom. You might be best then just to jump into your ship and fly. Yeah. If okay. you're only a couple of jumps away. Yeah, I'm not far. I'll, so, come, I'll come and get a look at your paint job. Uh, yeah, I'm glad you sent paint job there. I'll kick you out the crew then. Bye. Or can I re- report him to block you? Probably. I won't do that. I'm not that nasty. I'll just go take that million credits that you offered me. That's handy. <laughs> Is that for my silence as to what you did when I arrived in there for the first time? <laughs> hey, I hope you cleaned up that mess. Right. Wotherspoon is asking if we talk about Dundee pies, and Nine Cherries is asking if we talk about Killy pies. Yes, I have no idea what all pies. Killy pie. So a Killy pie is a mince pie, is it? Well, it's it's just obviously different types. You know, like we have a Cornish pasty, which is obviously. Um, oh, I love four for Brideys as well. Oh, Brideys! You can't even beat a four for Bridey. Are they in the beta? They're not. I know we, you know what? We, we've we identified that there's, there's, oh. yeah, there's no chocolate in the universe. Um, yes. And if we get chocolate, we should definitely push for Brideys. We definitely should. I mean, the, the, for Brideys are probably amongst the best things going. 
Colin's going to come back here and you and me are going to be drowning in our own drool. <laughs> and he's gonna be like, so, have you covered all the beta? Uh, beta? What's that? I, I miss... I mean, okay, I know this is LaveCon, this is Lave Radio and stuff like that, but, you know, as a Scottish person living in England, I miss things like Scotch pies and macaroni pies and four for Brides and proper mince pies, because you can't get them down here. That's just inhumane. It's just a crime against humanity or something. Yeah, they can take our lives, but they'll never take our Brady's. <laughs> they can't take our Brady's. Um, right. Um, <coughs> oh, excuse me. I want to say, I have a feeling that wasn't one of the ships a, a Sidewinder with the Lave Con skin. There was a Sidewinder, it was an Asp. I thought, no, we already had the Asp from yeah. a couple of years ago. And I think it was Ferdinand's uh, Python. Could have been a Ferdinand's, yeah, Ferdinand's Python. And, Python rings a bell. Yeah, and Anaconda was the big one, wasn't it? No, the Anaconda was from a couple of years ago as well. Jesus, was I there? <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, it's all these, we're getting, we've got them in quite a few ships now, and this is what's annoying because I, I don't actually have an idea of what ships they are now we, just, we need to get a proper record of all this yeah if only we were actually organised whoever you have a job to do well if you guys you, would stop going off on your like four week thing. long holidays and stuff and leaving me behind I was only away for three weeks I just was it might have been four weeks of uh, four weeks of live radios I've missed I don't know yeah it's a little listening yeah. Yeah, I, I was very proud of you guys actually putting on a couple of shows, and that, those war ones were awesome. Yeah, um, I've not fully a lot to of the, fun. I've not listened to the Alliance Reprisal one yet, so I hope you can. I, I know there's been a little bit of drama, shall we say, about that? Well, you know what? There's just you know passions. Aye, passions and organisation or lack of or and it, it sounds to me. Possibly both from Lave Radio Network's side and the Alliance, people saying they represent the Alliance, all, um, no one actually, no one actually do credibly... You to just, you know, maybe, do you want to listen to the episode and then make, pass a comment next week or something? I could pass something next week, <laughs> but I, I'm just going, no, I'm going by, you know, the comments on our Discord channel and on the reply thread where the Alliance guys were proposing things and whoever I know has slight concerns and but the Alliance people weren't basically taking whoever's word as being the official Lave Radio Network stance or something like that. It's what that's what it kinda of sounded it was that's what it was reading like to me. Okay. Uh, so you know there's this again it is just, you know, it's one of those things where yeah, it's a tricky, it's a tricky-ish potential situation. But ultimately, Aye. we wanted everybody who was involved to have their say before we, you know, if you guys want to fight, well, we'll fight. If you don't want to fight, then we won't fight. I mean, the offer on the table is fairly reasonable. Warrenus is a cool station. Oh, have I just killed that ship? No, <laughs> I don't know. Phew. Have you? I just freed them, and that's the thanks I get. Three hundred credit fine. Oh, that's not very nice. Right, where are you? I'm. Where am I? I'm, 
I'm not. Oh, I'm 17k away. Let me just come back. So I've been, I've been just randomly flying around. There's an awful lot of commanders here, which is nice to see. There, there is. At least it is. This is, this is what nice I get to talking see. to you, Grant. I'm starting talking Scottish again. Oops. Or at least a slight Scottish accent. Coldzar's criminal record precedes him. Oh, he's been being shot at all night by the Alliance. Has they, have they actually taken any of his shields down yet? Oh, no, they no. managed to take his shields down a little bit. But then every single time he just goes back into the station and, and he sorted. Well, it's, it's good it's, fireworks. To, fireworks. Oh, it is. It's crazy, isn't it? I want a Corvette. Look mm. at the damage that thing is just going. <laughs> he's got such a tank, hasn't he? Oh, Commander yeah. Lance, yeah. Well, that was uh, one thing that we had a problem with when we were testing the... Um, uh, the murder mechanics was Aye. that <laughs> me taking out Commander Ra's Corvette with a, even with an FDL with fully enhanced uh, beam lasers and um, uh, and a class 4 multi-cannon it took absolutely ages to knock down his shields oh dear I know and he's, it's obviously his shields have been engineered but ooh you know what your, your, your ship looks like something out of a lava lamp what, mine or Collins? Yours. Mine. Let's get, let's get set some sunlight on things. There we go. Did you just turn um, your ship around the other way, you? I did. I wanted to get I wanted to get my son to, my ship into the sun. Children uh, of I think the sun. Now your time is <laughs> yeah. It's a very I do think, you know, chart chart again has done an awesome job we with this. And it is a it's Easily my favourite skin for the cutter, but frankly, the cutter has got shit skins, so <laughs> that's not really saying much. Right, I, so yeah. where were we? We've got Hollowby slots, we've got the. We've got Hollowby slots. Yeah, which are awesome again, and on the nice yep. hand, we've got the huge root plottings, we've got um, changes to the missions. Have you had a look at them? I've tried having a look at them, but I haven't actually had a lot of luck. Because um, it reads like there's more chain stuff coming along or something like that. Yes. Um, I I did get some messages after doing some messages, some missions for Lay Radio Network saying, uh, Commander, there is a secondary contact available for you. Can you please check the mission board? So I went back to Lay Radio, checked the mission board, and could I see a... Could I see a, a secondary contract available for me from... The uh, work uh, live radio network could I hex like? I did but have a similar problem, mean... but actually in the main game with um, follow-on missions where um, they tended to be quite more lucrative, which was good. Mm-hmm. But okay. did they have any link to the original mission? No. Did they hex like? That's a shame. But um, actually, the ones I I saw did. They normally said, um, "Yeah, normally." Well, first of all, there was a little chain icon on the on the top left corner of yes. the mission box, um, and then when you actually clicked into it and you gave some of the details, it would it would normally say along the lines of, um, "Thanks for uh, this one." Actually, made me laugh. Uh, Thanks for assassinating this particular person. However, we gave you the wrong target details. Here's the new one. <laughs> <laughs> See, that's good. I was doing, you know, yeah. data missions and then it would send me to do a planetary scan of an annoying 
blop on a planet's surface and, and it just didn't really seem to because they did it a couple of hundred times you know and you're thinking ah really really you don't know where your base is in diesel <laughs> the system went over that's pretty much travelled back and forth by millions and I've got to go down to the surface find a missing plate of spinach or something um so I don't know. I think there's there's definitely a lot more room that can be done there. But you know, we are we're talking about a game here with missions that work. And to be honest, and I'm asking I'm asking more more sort of for you guys to be honest. I can lie my arse off, but Aye. for you guys to be honest about the fact, do you read mission briefs or do you go data scan? Yes, data scan accept. I mean, is the grind counterproductive to the Lore. I think I think this is where it kind of depends, and there has to be something in the mission that is basically grabbing you and saying you really, really want to read this because this is kind of a big deal. And uh, and I'll, I'll go further because I have a feeling that even if they were read to you in such a way, you wouldn't do anything about it now. I think if you're going to have exciting missions, um, they can't be picked up from a bulletin board. Exciting missions are the kind that catch your attention that you pay attention to, are the kind where you get a comm message going bleep, 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 and you answer it, it goes, help, help, I need you urgently. And you know, Tell me Obi-Wan Kenobi. Yeah. Well, you get those as well. But, yeah, but they're not... They're not any different than the missions in the bulletin boards. You know, so I, what, I, what I'm thinking is, should the the bulletin boards be called, I don't know, something like um, Job Advisor, where you go in there and you get your star rating when you do plenty of planetary scans, and then if there's an urgent planetary scan comes in, you know, they might send that job out to a number of commanders uh, that have got Ironically a good high enough, rating. Yeah, the game has actually been listening to to us at the moment or something, Grant. Because I've just got a message from Vice President Kelly saying I've got a delivery contract. And, and same here, as you were speaking, to, uh, I got to collect sandwich Benji Mouse. Oh, it's just me that doesn't get anything. <laughs> no, <laughs> no apparently I've, I've, those pop up missions, you need to be in system for about fifteen minutes. Yeah, at the minimum, and then they will start to to appear. But if they were, uh, and I refer back to the, you know our our old games when we did the retro leave, which hopefully we'll bring back soon, um, when you would get the <laughs> the video and the voice. Yes. Um, so you know, if you can imagine, you've got a blinking cursor, and up comes this um, animated face going, "Commander Advice, we need your assistance urgently, and the leave system war is about to break out, and we need to send some propaganda out to the surrounding systems." Are you man enough to take this mission? You're going to pay attention. Aye, no, you are. So something that basically grabs you, grabs you, and says, but, "Come and pay attention to me." If you dock in the station and you go to the missions panel and you call up the missions, and it goes, "Good evening, today, pilots. Your briefing is this: We want you to fly all the way to this station over here, and then click mission complete." Thank you, Commander. Um, it doesn't quite have so I mean I think what I'm trying to say is I think there's scope for that kind of really amazing storyline missions and you know what I might find myself uh, when they finally do bring us into this full release of going 
This is exactly what I was talking about. We're getting Thargoid messages telling us there's a station under attack and we've all got to go flying over there and fight it to defend it. Then, you know, you guys are going to be like, you know, uh, well, you know, you were moaning about it on that last show and I'll be like, this is exactly what makes this game spectacular. So, I'm not going to eat my words yet because I don't know if that's going to happen. But if it does, I will gladly, um, and I'll, I'll turn to the Twitch chat for, for, a, for a forfeit. Should I be completely and utterly wrong? Yeah, I have to. Admit, I hope it does, but I'm, I think, I think we'll get more of what the same. But it, it sounds like the mission, at least the mission system, if not the way that the missions are being presented to us has been really refactored to be a lot more flexible now. And I suspect the reasons that they're doing that is because they're wanting to give more in-depth chain story missions. I just, I we wa- just, I need just to, worry. We, just, we need that final step, as you're saying, Grant. I am so crap at being arsed to read a mission. I literally just look at, it's a delivery of that stuff, right, click. It's a delivery of this, click. It's a data scan, click. And then I get on with it. You know, I don't have a clue what I'm doing. For all I know, I could be, you know, responsible solely for the resurgence of racism in the Lave system. I don't know. (laughs) And it doesn't matter one bit because, you know, you're just not paying attention. Is that me not engaging with the game in the lore aspects? Is it me just, you know, I don't know. I I think it's a difficult one to do because all these missions are procedurally generated and that's one of the reasons why the mission system has taken so long to get right is because you're basically programming the computer to program missions and the main issue that you're going to have especially if you want voice comms and things like that is that the voice synthesis has to handle all the text and stuff and sound realistic not sound like a um, an ottoman that that's just telling you that things are wrong so I mean I understand the programming challenge behind that which can, um, which is why I don't think it is going to happen the way that everybody wants it to, because it is a big ask for what is essentially a very little reward. And you get the impression that the frontier are going for what is, in programming terms, known as the low-hanging fruit, the things that will get you the biggest reward for the minimum effort. Well, yeah, I suppose you don't want to put in all that effort and end up with a multi-crew reaction or a CQC reaction where it's greatly appreciated for all of 10, 15 minutes, and that is the danger with this stuff because it becomes old so quickly. Um, mm. I mean, you just got to look at when you I mean, get a big mistake, like uh, at the beginning, how difficult it is to come back from. Uh, when you look at games like No Man's Sky, it's more content going in there but who's really going to be willing to give it another shot? Well, Colin, you've played Star Wars The Old Republic, yes? Yes, I have. And one of the awesome, awesome things about Star Wars The Old Republic is it's fully... All the quests, all the storyline quests are fully voice acted and it's all... You know, you, your characters are all animated and things like that, so you can see them <coughs> yes. doing their thing while you're getting your mission. Yeah, but all that stuff is uh, pre-rendered and yep. pre-scripted. Uh, there are about oh, two that, that's voices not what, per that's character. That's not where I was going with this. Okay, go on. So you've got that, and you know that was kind of shiny and awesome. And how long did it take you to start hitting space to skip every single bloody question? And just <laughs> say, shut the heck up, 
tell me I need to kill ten rats. Thank you very much. Goodbye. I would say, um, I think you're probably referring to the flashpoints, aren't you? Because basically what would happen is you do these multiplayer missions and then every now and again you get a little cutscene. And if oh, I remember them as well. Yes. Yeah. The problem was is that I actually wanted to watch the cutscenes, but because and I came then, a little <laughs> bit late to them, everybody else was going. We just want to forward through the the dialogue. So you know, it's kind of a bit of a a pain. But yeah, I know what you mean. And it's the same thing with you know with people saying walking around ships or walking around stations. Mm. How long was it before in Wing Commander where you could walk around the station? Uh, how long was it until you switched off? walking around the station yeah. <laughs> or getting in I think the, that, the that lift. lasted about five minutes I think if I remember <laughs> yeah getting in the lift getting up and down the stairs and you get off of the wrong floor and you just go no I've got to go back in the freaking lift and this is another thing to point this is another thing to point out about good old space legs is that they mm. put space legs in next rebirth yes and uh, they've basically they've still got it but they've replaced a lot of the functionality that was available for it with just bulletin boards like there is an Elite. And it just felt that there was an awful lot of effort that they put in there for very, very little reward. And not only that, but I mean, you remember, was it the, is it the Alpha 3 video for Star Citizen? Oh, where they no, basically got off and spent, that. For, 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 for that other space game. But you know, where they basically, they spend about 10 minutes walking through an awesome looking environment to speak to a bloke who says, go off and fly here. To then spend ten minutes walking back to their bloody spaceship, I, to then I, fly I, there. I want. I want to sort of say something about Star Citizen because I downloaded it and I've given it a couple of goes and stuff, and I've Aye. jumped into the the first person view and pressed forward on my mouse. Oh no, sorry, first forward on my mouse. Pressed forward on the keyboard and instantly gone. Ew. And that is purely because. There's things that you like as a, as a player and there's things that you like. And I do not like the slightest delay in the movement of my avatar. Like, is it, So it's not just me then? It just... Just that, that little magnet. Now, I put that to one side and I went in and I gave it a good couple of hours play the other day. And... Mm-hmm. it's It's got huge potential to be bloody good. It does. Um, I mean, it's, got- it's like alien isolation graphics and you can go outside mm. and you're going through the airlocks is seamless finding your ship and then spending 10 minutes trying to find the point <laughs> that you look at in order to open the damn thing um, and I, th- I actually I really quite enjoyed my time in there but right. I think it's still got quite a bit to go um, and again I think there's it's quite different in every aspect yeah. that it feels totally different to, to Elite Dangerous and am so I'm, I'm f- Am I right in thinking that Alpha 3 is still not or Beta 3 or whatever the hell it is is still not available yet? Not yet, no, but I mean watching yeah. the guys, they were doing the most amazing stuff on their live Twitch all last week um, mm. f- was EGX wasn't it? No, Gamescom wasn't it? Gamescom, so, oh, Gamescom. Oh, EGX is soon Yeah, soon TM Soon yeah. soon TM I, Oh yeah, and and they were they they did a point where they would take another player up in the back of their ship, open the hatch. They would then run out and fall, and they would fly the ship trying to beat the player who's falling towards the planet's surface, in order to get beneath them and then catch them by scooping them back up in the ship. 
Mm. Now, I watched them. They tried it a number of times, and, you know, needless to say, there's plenty of failures. In one attempt, they actually managed to get him to go back into the ship, and he came popping out the side door that they'd left open. <laughs> but it, I mean, this is, this it is looks, the case. I was actually I was talking pretty. with somebody uh, today, basically about Elite Feet, and, you know, one of the things that I want for Elite Feet, which I think we're getting in Star Citizen, is I want it's essentially zero G. Com- I want zero G um, maneuvering of my commander in yeah. my spaceship, and then when I go off and hit boost and not point at the station, and I suddenly accelerate up to four hundred meters per second, I want the poor commander who is busy floating his way and pulling his way up to the top of my ship, trying to get into the cockpit, to have his arms ripped off and find his ass hanging against I, the, the I rear corridor. Don't know that I you're want that. going to get that. I mean, what we did watch was the, the interesting trigger points whereby uh, somebody couldn't quite get on the back of the ship ramp and died every time they touched it because it was kind okay. of buried in the ground. But there is another game, um, and I'm just scrolling down to try and find it where it was. It was something I played with Commander Lenin and Bewilderbeast, and it is uh, very... Again, you've, you've watched the Expanse, haven't you, Grant? Yes. Well, it's it's like and so. In this in this game, you start off in a pod in a, a sort of wreck of a space station of a spaceship, and when right. you come out, you if you don't put your suit on and you open the hatch, you get sucked out into space. If you mm-hmm. do put your suit on, is it Hellion? Is it Hellion? I don't know. It's Hellion. I think it is Hellion. I'll, I'll look in the chat to see if Lennon says <laughs> he just said Hellion. Um, so it is beautiful in the when you go into the airlock and you get ready to go into space, the zero G kicks in and your commander sort of lifts and then goes out the airlock and it's not an animation you control all the way, which can lead you to the most frustrating issues uh, with it. But it, again, what we have is the you know different games that are focusing on different parts of what would make the perfect game if you could bundle them all together. So there's, you know, uh, if Elite can manage to bring the Zero G in to the extent that it would have it in the Expanse, the series, then that's a winner. I totally, no, I I would, totally agree I mean, with you be, It would be completely frustrating and probably impractical to actually get around your spaceship unless you, you basically do what they're doing in the Expanse. Well, it would be an awesome tactic. I mean, you, this is where you'd, you would need mag boots and potentially gloves. But then if they're not fully locked off, like, you know, like Robbie... Oh, um, this might be a spoiler for the book, and if it is, I'm going to apologise. So, you, um, uh, the Marine... I haven't watched any of the series yet. That's okay. So, you know how they're basically in the Expanse, they're all in their crash couches for doing combat manoeuvres. And, you know, they're... they're doing these 10G manoeuvres and they're basically uh, trying to control the ship using tiny little controls of the fingers, because that's all you can actually do. Um, but there's a scene where... Oh, there's a part in the book anyway where they they don't have enough crash couches, so the... the I think... Is it Rob, Bobby? That's it. Bobby Draper basically uses her her armoured suit as a crash couch and she basically grabs onto every single thing she can and tiles her her mag locks up to maximum <laughs> it's and a- hopes that it doesn't do too much because otherwise she starts basically she's going to end up as a several ton splat against a brack wall 
I'm not convinced elite feet. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, you know, the more that I play elite, the more that I love it. I'm not convinced that elite feet is, uh, I know it's a promised move. I'm not convinced it might be the wrong move, but it depends on how well it's implemented. Because what we're looking for, isn't it? We're we're all looking for that game where you're docked in a pirate station in your Type 9. You've just dumped your cargo. Yes. And you hear the clank, clank, clank of boots coming into the back of your hold and you realise you're about to get into a space battle. And then, you know, that's when they don't realise that your ship's not actually made of metal. You've had yours made out of ceramic. And <laughs> you take off into space and the zero-g kicks in. You appear with your ceramic mag boots. <laughs> I don't know where I'm going with this guy. <laughs> your just, ceramic boots or whatever it is. <laughs> just, just bear with Maybe it was just, you know, we've got toilet duck. Yeah. Uh, those... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I think I know where you're coming from here. But you get it up, you know, you're using anti-gravity as a, as a method of, of, <coughs> of attack. And again, if yeah. you see space wrecks and you're going to do salvage and go across onto another ship, being able to sort of disconnect yourself before opening your airlock allows for that lovely transition. Uh, and I think, you know, that Hellion has that, so it's doable. And Star Citizen has the nice seamless ability of opening the back of a ship and then walking out. Um, out. So, so the, you jump or something like that to get off it. Well, uh, you may well have a key to press or not, but as far as I can see, I lowered the 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 cargo bay bridge and then couldn't raise it again because the controls were inside the ship. But then Oops. I found the lift, and I, you just walk into the lift, activate the okay. lift, and it lifts you up. All the time you can move around in that lift, you could get squished, you could fall out, whatever you want to do, you can do. So that it doesn't seem to be cutscenes at all, which is yes. awesome, awesome, and. I think the combination of that plus the feel that Elite has... Because Elite... And, right, here we go again. I'm going to go out on a limb here. Elite Dangerous feels like the expanse is to kill Joys, which is like Star Citizen. Does, and I don't know if anyone agrees with me with that, but I think I would rather enjoy the kind of mundane, dark, horrible universe of the expanse over the sort of pop star um, space videos, and I love Killjoys as well, by the way, and Dark Matter. But I think the Expanse has that gritty. This is believable human life because it's a very, it's a very believable lived-in universe, isn't it? Yeah. Yep. And oh, there's actually there's a new there's a new X X Force coming out as well, isn't there? And that again has walking about, and hopefully they've done it right this time. <laughs> They can ill, Ill afford another Clendathu. Um, well, yeah, it's one of the. It's just one of these things. It's really I can see how difficult it is because there's got to be that point, and Colin will probably, you know, as a as a programmer, know it well when you realise that what you're aiming for isn't going to work, and you're too far down. And do you release it and show that you have been working on it, or do you can it and then just? take the wrath of the this isn't going to work and elite has never been frontier i've never been frightened of taking the wrath of pulling a feature and that has to yeah. be to their credit because the game has an overall feel whether you love it or not it feels like you're in the universe and you're in a world everything feels desolate it's beautiful in that respect um, and anything they can do to add to that, but it's got to stay in line. So if Space Legs and Elite Feet brings a... 
clunky element to moving around in the game, or even worse, a far too smooth element, because it's got to be clunky with magboots, so it's just got to yeah. fit, because if you suddenly feel that you're not part of this universe anymore because it feels like a little sub-game, oh god, can you imagine it? It's a mini-game inside a station. Ah! Oh no! Um, so, so basically, Grant, what you're saying is, when the Elite Feet comes in, don't break my immersion. Don't break my immersion, and make sure that when I finally do put my 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 little VR headset on, I never leave your universe. I'm moving in. Aye. In, well, see, I've got a concern that Elite might have to do Elite Feet because everything else is doing it, and that's the wrong reason to do it. Well, at the moment, um, I mean, I, d- I did a, a you know a quick cross section on Reddit because I was uh, I was asking what, what, what your reaction would be um, if you would put in say I don't know a social bar for Elite Feet you know nothing nothing much so basically you dock you can walk down a corridor to a bar where you can meet other commanders as a as a first step. The majority of people who responded said, yes, that sounds like a nice idea, but we want atmospheric landings and we want core gameplay starting out first. There you go. That's, I mean, you got to listen to your, your kind of playbase. I think atmospheric landings, oh my God. I mean, I've, I've watched, again, watched Star Citizen, and they talked about the wonderful effect that would be, and then they did their, their sort of stream showing it going into the atmosphere and the sort of red glow. <sighs> It just wasn't enough for me. I want more red glow. I want it to look like you're about Aye. to melt your face off. <laughs> well, actually, this is, I mean, this is a core feature I'd like for Elite would be not to have any of the landing, loading screens that we we get. You know, for, you know how we, it takes a couple of seconds to jump between systems, and that's not too bad, but the, the drop-down time, even into a station, if we can reduce that to zero, that would be amazing. Well, we, we we know that's going to be an issue because, let, let's be honest, it's got to do its handshaking. Mm. It's got to do the handshaking and, you know, the peer-to-peer network needs to do its, a bit of work. And it technically... Have you just died again, Grant? Yeah. Yes. I just saw him explode. It's quite funny. Yeah, I mean, it's got to do the peer-to-peer handshaking. As if you get someone who's got a, a shaky modem or something from BT, then you know yeah. it's, it's going to be a, it's going to slow everybody down in that instance. Oh yeah, can we can we just comment? Can we just comment? Because today, today I got my upgraded uh, broadband service, which was ten pounds cheaper than my current. But now I'll, this is a huge warning out there. If you are um, an, a user of Virgin Media broadband then get in touch, look at upgrading or changing your contract now before they bring in the price hikes and you can get yourself a better deal and avoid the price hikes coming very soon. I managed to get oh. my bill down by a whole 15 quid and increase my speed um, by a whole 100 megabytes. So tonight's right, stream... I'm going to get in contact with them tomorrow then. It's, <laughs> it's looking spectacular at the moment so the stream is going I've had no drop frames at all it is behaving itself impeccably okay. so but they're they're going to be doing some price hikes are they apparently well yeah I mean I think there's just a sort of standard terms and conditions kind of you know end of right. year hike um, that's what I, I was I was told when I was on the phone to them but I thought hey how well, much right. oh I'm getting uh, I better get in touch with the wife and tell her to do that then as well so just it's an opportunity because um, they've just brought out 300 yep. meg down uh, which wow. is their, their top package at the moment. What about 20 up? Meg up? 20 what? meg up. Okay. 
And uh, next, so, next time you die, by the way, Grant, I want you to to go and have a look at the livery section because there's okay. a new feature in that as well. All right, or well, you can dock. Well, yeah, just getting dock. slightly back onto topic. Oh, who's shooting well, that? Now, now that we're going to take uh, Tom, the Thomas the Tank Engine tangent line back to to the main subject. (laughs) Can I just point out that they have made one significant change to the mission system which has got people all up in arms. Oh, what? Um, Mission stacking. They're complaining that they can no longer stack 20 um, things. That was was announced ages ago. No, that that went in. You can't do the massacres and stuff. No, no. It was in that that, they've reduced the, yeah. the limit down to three yeah. from the same faction. But I thought but, that was announced that they were going to do that quite a while ago. No, no. Well, according to a lot of the, the detractors, they didn't know anything about it. And then in beta, uh, when it's announced, then, um, as you can imagine, the salt pile started pe- uh, picking up oh. again. Are you mining salt again in beta? That's awesome. Well, yeah. I mean, the thing is, it's not exactly a complete ban on mission stacking. Say, for instance, yeah. you've got a uh, two factions, both of whom want this third faction, um, uh, you know, ten or twenty ships from this third faction wiped out. You can actually um, take the, the missions from those two different factions, and every single kill counts as as two, if you see what I mean. But um, yeah. You can't stack missions from the same faction, um, which would which allowed a lot of people to accelerate their uh, their their faction rank and their, and their um, mission. Rank. I think Grant's just realised he can get a Lavecon Python skin. <laughs> yep. I what, what's what's this what's this B stuff? B B. Oh, that's for your. Um, it might be that, but it's also for your fighters. When I go in, I've got for my fighter and for my SOV as well. So it's not a case of I can store a ship here. And, oh, and then... oh that would be so nice. Well, we can store ships anyway, can't we? But yeah, well, let, have a look. I don't know. Yeah, let, let, let's, let's, let's go and um, buy and store. And see. <laughs> let's go and see. I'll, yeah. I'll get myself an eagle. That way it won't be so quite so costly when I get blown up by the station every time I shoot you. And I think the eagle, if I remember correctly, has also got a Lavecon skin, doesn't it? Oh, well, let's go and let's have a look. Then. I got really upset there because I went into the livery screen and pulled up all the wonderful skins. And thought, I don't remember buying that many skins for the Python. Oh, I didn't. <laughs> yes. So this that's another new feature in 2.4. The please buy me stuff, uh, please buy me button in the livery section is all in there. Um... No, so you can't see your ship, your python in there now, can you? No. But you can see, you can see all the other ship skins on your eagle. Yep, I can't see the uh, the, the lavecon. Is it maybe on the? Um, maybe there isn't Imperial, a lavecon one then. Imperial eagle. Maybe I can't. I can't remember. But yes, yeah, you don't see. You don't see the. Oh, bye now. Um, bye now. <laughs> bye. Yeah, but after, have you ever used the the store via the via in game rather than just going to store.elite? No. Or store.frontier or whatever it is. I've never done that. I've never done that. I've always bought it separately. Yeah, but it looks like we can do it all in game now as well. So which... two two SRVs and two fighters is kind of what you were expecting to see in those bays. Yes, and that, that's uh, what I get right. in in my ship when I dock. 
still oh, quite so nice. That's, so, so basically, that's just for the internal, right? Yeah, the the internal things. So yeah. you can have a maximum of four sub ships, which makes sense, like. I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, that that's probably is about the maximum, isn't it? Because you can get you can have a maximum of two SOVs and two two sides, two fighters. Sorry. So yeah. yeah. But I think it's. I do think if you've only got one, you should only see the one rather than seeing the empty base. Not sure if it. Not sure I like it showing you the four of them. But maybe that's just me. Um, were there any other major features? We've got the updates to the player journal, which is nice if you're doing that kind of thing. Fixes to rendering, fixes to that. Um, some ship fixes. Oh, talking about ships. Have you guys heard about the Type 10 Defender? Yes. Well, we've heard about it, but we've got no idea what it could be. Obviously, it's going to be a Lacon. Obviously. Uh, but, oh, what could, what the heck? Nobody no. has any idea. Hello? Uh-oh. Bigger There's than a Type idea. 9. It's a Type 10! We can now play, uh, <laughs> play, your, play your ships right. Will the type, you know, the type, the type nine can barely get through the docking bay. So will the type ten get through? You know, the, will the type ten actually get through the docking bay? Well, it has to, though, hasn't it? Yeah, it it does. But I they, ha- they haven't implemented anything about it. Not. Or have <laughs> they? Dun, docking dun, dun, dun. The, side. the external fueling points. Is that what you're talking about? Yes. Yeah. Well, let's go and have a look. Seeing as I'm nicely fined up in my Python again, um, does that? Does that I can't see any pumps. Is that one there? Yeah. That looks. It would cool. be nice if we had that. Nope, that's a right. turret. That's a turret. <laughs> I'm just looking for. We've got no of... idea what we've got no idea what the Type Ten is, other than the Type Ten Defender. This could be a this, um, this could be a docking slot, you know, a sort of like a, we, a where it goes in like a bit of stickle brick. <laughs> we do know that it, the, the Type 10 Defender, um, we do know, does have space for a fighter bay. That's the only okay. reason we know it's in there. Yeah, because it was coming up in the crew list, wasn't it? Small crew stuff. So we know. The, it, the, oh, the yeah. other thing that they've let slip is there's a new type of damage. I heard about this, yes. Is it emotional? Yeah, so, oh, well, <laughs> it is when dealing with you two. <laughs> You hurt you two hurt me in the fields all the time. Anyway, um, <laughs> that's what you get for getting kicked between the legs. That, that, that's what I've been told by the kids. <laughs> Dad, you're hurting me in the fields. What? <laughs> <laughs> so, so what is this new type of damage? Well, if you can, you can review it when you look at um, some of the hull uh, enhancement packages, which shows you the kind of damage that the the hull en- uh, enhancement package. Mm-hmm. Um, will defend you against, and and one of them is this new new kind of thargoidy damage. <laughs> what what is is it is it called new thargoidy damage or something? Unfortunately, I haven't got um, access to <laughs> a hull upgrade to oh, be able right, to okay. see it. Um, talking about thargoidy damage, though, did you see if you literally is like a, about two frames or something like that of what people are suspecting is Thargoid weapons going against a Federal Corvette yeah, I've seen in, that the tra- in the trailer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you'll also notice that in that case that the, the Thargoid in there seems to be red, not it, green as we've been used to. It does look like a very angry Thargoid, doesn't it? Mm. Now, whether or not if a Thargoid is in attack mode it goes green, or whether it's a different faction of Thargoids, we don't know yet. I don't know which Although, I will oh. say... 
Although I will say spoilers for Premonition. Spoilers for Premonition, eh? Mm-hmm. Oh. Not saying anything more on that. Twat. <laughs> I want to know what it is now. <laughs> well, you've got the book. You I know. I know. It's just it's time. And words. It's a meaning. And, it's a and, meaningless and, context, uh, context when you know about it. And education. Yeah. Lifetime debt. <laughs> words is hard, okay? Yeah. And letters and yeah. things. And you've got to count the page numbers and then add them together at the end for some reason. I don't know why. What? Have you? Ah, the, 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 um, the room, uh, the, the chat room have come back and said it's caustic damage. Ah. Silent Bang solves that. Yeah. Uh, although Commander Ross says green snot resistance. Corrosive I caustic. I more appropriate. <laughs> yeah. I can't... I was going to say, don't we have corrosive damage in-game already from... Carrying the UIs. Yeah. So basically, they could be just... Um, engineers could be refactoring some of the, the technology that Palin has uh, developed yeah. in order to do, give us what is it, does, resistant ships. What is it that we've got fire? We've got heat damage that our weapons can do already. Mm-hmm. But isn't the, isn't there a melty, ouchy kind of damage as well? Yeah, there's of course lasers. Yeah, no corros- <laughs> corrosive from multi cannon and frags. I thought there was something. Oh yes, That's so, Commander yeah. Ra saying that. Yeah, no, those are um, engineer mods. You don't get them as standard though. Yes. Yeah. It's it's. But is it could this caustic resistance just be? Resistant to that kind of thing, like you've got kinetic resistance, which we know about thermal, explosive, and caustic. Yeah, I mean that could probably come into effect. Could, that, could all. that be into that? Could that just be for that kind of damage rather than for anti-thargoid weapons or anti-thargoid, whatever the heck? Or uncle thargoids? <laughs> well, no, because all thargoids are women still, aren't they? Or has that changed? Hmm. Well, uh, Lenin, um, mind what I was just in the chat room, has just said this. This is directly from the mouth of Sarah Jane Avery, oh. her mistress of minions. Um, it's simple. You shoot a Thargoid, it will hit you once to take out your shields. It hits you twice, you die, even with engineering upgrades. Okay, yes, that, that's really optimistic, guys. Yeah. Thank you. Although, yeah, I, I don't want to say negative things about the mistress of minions but whilst no, don't elite say negative in- things because then, then then she'll target all her minions to uh, commander Edelweiss that's commander <laughs> Edelweiss at Lave Radio <laughs> oh yeah elite minions are scary but they're not that scary if you know what I mean you know they are still approachable and killable rather than the, oh my god, I'm going to die because I've looked at you in the wrong way kind of thing. Which is what I think some of us were at least expecting from our from elite pirates and so on. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> maybe, maybe that's just me. And, you know, I'm not the best pilot, but I, I can still kill an elite NPC. Can you? Yeah. Can't you? Oh, dolls find out. All the stations no. are opening go, up on someone. Go kill the go kill the orange sidewinder. Yeah, you managed to kill the orange sidewinder when you were in what a cutter with oh, the yes. help of other two two other commanders. I guess one pitiful little sidewinder. 
No, but and in... you all shot first. <laughs> well, yeah, but no, in um, combat zones and so and in uh, Hazres and so on, I don't see an elite NPC and run away. I see an elite NPC and think, okay, I need to be careful, and then I'll be all right, you know, as long as I'm just not an idiot about it. Well, it depends what they're flying, to be honest. Yeah, do- uh, that mind wipe's right. It was Dobbo mind wipe and I who went off and killed the orange sidewinder first back well, in like, May of last year or something like that. I think it was. I hope you're all big, brave, and happy with yourself. I really do. All what three of you and your cutters taken out one tiny sidewinder. You must feel we like were really giggling, big we were giggling like schoolgirls, if, if I remember correctly. <laughs> Is there anything else about the beta that we want to cover? Have you done repair limpets? Uh, no, I haven't done repair limpets, if I'm aware of them. Ah, right. Well, these are, these are quite nice. Gives yes. the, 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 the fuel rats more, more ammo. Can link in with the, uh, the enhancements that we've got with the extended range. I, th- I think they're, they're a fantastic uh, little uh, addition. And I mean, in addition to that, we've got, we've got synthesis working for a lot of the uh, heat sinks and limpets and things like that, isn't there? Yes, I'm just glad I'm, I'm muted because I just watched Grant boosting out of the dock and flying into the dock. Oh, yeah, I'm just watching from a distance. I mean, I, I, I'm just short of popcorn for all this. I, I'm just enjoying the fireworks from Cold Czar. He's still not dead. <laughs> He's, he must be running out of shield boosters by now. He's going in and out of the station occasionally. Um, yeah, like Mindwipe saying, I like the synthesis from the life support and things like that. It's all. It makes the, the exploration again a lot more easy, to be honest. <laughs> <coughs> yes, well. The, the Assuming thing, you fly with the right stuff. Yeah. And um, I mean. Bless you. As far as the exploration is concerned, Sandra's still been taking a lot of questions and a lot of opinions on the uh, the loss of the infinite honk. Uh, that that thread seems to be going on quite a lot at the moment. On the on the. Uh, That's not going to be in two point four, I'm guessing, but in the no, post no. two point four stuff. We'll probably find about uh, about all that kind of stuff in in, in October. Yes, we probably so, hopefully will. Use your honk while you've got it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Anything else in the patch notes that we're going to cover? I think we've covered. I think we've covered everything that I can think of, and all the stuff that we found. Yeah, apart from the elephant in the room, that there will be some Thargoidy stuff coming in at some point. Yes. But we don't know any anything about anything there, really, do we? No, I'm, I, I must admit, I, I thought they were quite clever this time by effectively only putting in a couple of scenes uh, in the teaser trailer. Nothing to give anybody any clues which they were able to <laughs> reverse <laughs> engineer and find the location from. Was it 42610 or whatever the hell it is that yeah. they you know, went off and reverse looked at all the stars and said, Oh, I know what that is. I'm like, how exactly. the hell do you know where that is from about five stars mm. I mean like, um, oh. from what I've read in the forums I think we're going to get at least another couple of beaters before mm. it's ready to go live there's, Sandro's already um, indicated that there's been a couple of problems with the uh, with the murder mechanics as, as we've already discussed uh, so they're going to be looked at and, and hopefully in the next couple of beaters we'll be able to uh, to knock those bugs on the head. 
Fingers crossed. <laughs> and talking about Ed, we had GamesCon where there was a unspecified Frontier meet. Does anyone know anything that came out of that? Because this is all hangovers. Yeah, that's the impression I got. There were hangovers, but was there any content or anything like that? Because there was, it was fun at the one in Birmingham last year. No, I think I think hangovers is, is the general takeaway, okay. and uh, I think most of the people there obviously had a good time. There are photos on the forum that people want to to feel jealous that these people had a good time and you didn't. Uh, and uh, now already, uh, Ed and Bo, they're they're already getting ready for packs and will well, be over packs. at packs this weekend. I'm getting all yes, depressed that. because of the post-con blues. I'm just noticing I'm getting prepared by somebody's limpets. Oh. <laughs> you probably need it to be honest. Well, down to forty nine percent, so yeah, up to fifty two percent now. I did, didn't realise <coughs> that repair limpets really do want you to put your shields down. So, oh, are you feeling brave? So, thank you, Cold Zar, for coming in and repairing this beaten up piece of crap that I'm trying to fly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Kozar's actually nearly lost all his shields again. Oh, and in all, something that's important, because I know Mindwipe was mentioning this earlier on as well, um, the photographs from this year's LaveCon have gone up for yep. view and for purchase on Oliver Facey's website, and you can get to that by going to gallery.oliverfacey, that's Oliver as in Oliver, and Facey as in face Y. So kind of Oliver's faced y.co.uk forward slash lavecon2017. And these photographs are stunning. And you've got a wide range of products that you can buy pictures printed on. And uh, yeah, forever cement lavecon in your memory. Although, like the stains in my clothing, not likely to go away soon. Okay, that, that puts in a rather horrific mental image. <laughs> Was awesome. Yeah, you know, I'm assuming you're just meaning grass stains and things like that from playing too much jugger. No, from sitting on the walls outside, and then you know, obviously when my PC blew up, that that definitely led to some nosebleeds. The the fire and so on. Yeah, fire and doom. Yeah. Oh, mentioning dead motherboards is not a good idea to me. My my son dropped my laptop while we were on a holiday, and I've I've lost. I've lost all, all my um, production notes for the miniatures games and things like that, which I'm oh dear. suffering from at the moment. But you couldn't pull your hard drive out of your laptop and try it in something else, could you? Um, well, the, I've got a replacement laptop on the way, so I'm fingers crossed that that's going to work. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I could imagine killing a, a, laptop, a laptop, but killing an SSD is actually quite hard. I don't have an SSD. It's I'm not, not with you... people. It's um, not hard. It's not hard at all. All you've got to do is a Windows 10 update. <laughs> oh, shut yeah. Unless, unless your name up. is Grant. That's the second time I've had a Windows 10 update completely kill this Windows installation for me. Funny you should mention that. I had the Windows 10 update this week, and basically it, it almost killed my Top Shift stream because basically it was that difficult to get running. It, uh, honestly, I had it updated. It finished at nine o'clock. I loaded my uh, profile. It took forty-five minutes for my machine to process all the stuff it needed to do, and I was running late before OBS even kicked off. So, <laughs> Windows Ten. Yeah, I I, I don't want to jinx myself and say anything, but I, I've had quite good luck actually with most of my Windows updates. Touch, you know, you know touch. Touch something wooden. Um, right, 
Who wanted to put things about naming and shaming? Well, I put that in because basically um, there was a <laughs> there was a big thing on both on both front from Frontier and for uh, <coughs> on Reddit, where someone had asked, "Listen, I'm getting sick and tired of being killed by these same commanders over and over again. Why can't I just out them?" And uh, Twitch Dale was one of these people, uh, one of the community managers, has, has gone onto the forums and, and basically explained why. And it is legal. The forums are owned by Frontier and it's their responsibility. And that kind of naming and shaming could come under um, harassment and libel and illegal activities. So it's better that they say, right, nope, you can't do that here. Of course, nothing to stop you doing it on Reddit or anything like that, is there? Or what about you? Know, I mean, is it is it naming and shaming if I record a video saying yes. you were killed by Psycho Cow, you were killed by Psycho Cow, and so on yes. ten times? Is is that is that naming and shaming? Yes. Okay. Especially yeah, when yeah. the audio that is recorded is look at this beeping, 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 beeping. <laughs> Everybody, hunt him down and kill him until he quits the game. Well, that, that wouldn't be cricket, obviously. Also, here's I where mean, he lives. Here's his address details, and here's his preferred um, uh, McDonald's food. Um, yeah, I mean, that's well, a... That, that's that's a, taking... That's doxing. You know that. Can, can I go on to a, a slight tangent again, again? Mm-hmm. Okay, calling Thomas. Uh, We're going down the tangent, Brown. Choo-choo! No, I, I took my son to McDonald's on Saturday as a... As a treat for him. Um, hey, you love your well, kids, do I, I do. Oh, I gave him, <laughs> you I just don't want them to live too long. <laughs> <laughs> I gave him an option as, where do you want to go? And McDonald's was his choice. So I was like, okay, we'll go there then, rather than any one of the nice restaurants that are in and around us that we could actually <laughs> go to. That you can't name. <laughs> yes. <laughs> like you gave him a choice. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. <laughs> Okay, oh, do you really want me to name them? No. You know, we, we, we could have no, gone to no Handmade Burger Company, Frankie and Betty's. Um, there's about three pubs that we could have gone to, and so on. But he chose for McDonald's anyway. So I went to McDonald's and I had one of their new specialty burgers or whatever the hell they are. They're, they're fancy, dancy ones in a grey box. And it was actually really it was surprisingly tasty. And I'm kind of embarrassed to that, about that, but it was actually surprisingly nice. Yeah, we've gone. Sorry. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Well, I think the <laughs> the only other thing to really cover... Um, Do you get paid in McDonald's? No. No, I don't. Just, just checking. No. Paid <laughs> McDonald's, jeez. Yeah, I was expecting shit, and it wasn't shit. So... Take that for you will. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, did anyone look over news uh, newsletter one eight nine? I looked over it and I didn't see anything. Immediately grabbing out of it. How can you say that? There was something which was amazingly, amazingly grabbing. Because as soon as I highlighted that to everybody on uh, on both our our Discord and on the forums, they, everyone howled in in absolute anguish because of the Cobra Mark III Pulse skins. Everyone yeah, was I, that they're hitting their wallet. 
Yeah, I, I saw that and thought, meh. <laughs> um, yay. No, sorry, that, that didn't do it for me, I'm afraid. You'd rather have a McDonald's? That's... Yeah, obviously. <laughs> no, I'd rather have a Frankie and Benny's pizza, to be honest. <laughs> Just well, a wide mind wipe up. There's, I mean, there's a, there's a, a, a lovely um, detailed invitation to Zach's bedroom in his hotel after Fantasticon finishes um, on the Sunday night, so... <laughs> Saturday night, sorry. Uh, <laughs> everyone's invited back to Zach's room. He's going to kill me for that. <laughs> I'm actually looking for I've, the, I've the heard what's happened to Oh Yeah, but Fantasticon's like Peter. What happens to Fantasticon stays at Fantasticon. <laughs> and a good star citizen turnout for that as well, which is going to be interesting to see. Yes. Um... And again, the usual sort of Galnet insta- installation. So we've got uh, Commander Weatherspoon at the end of the show with his roundup yeah. of the Galnet news. So you can get the the sort of um, slanted take on that uh, if you stick around once we finish our <laughs> broadcast. Mm-hmm. I mean, the final thing that was on that's on the list is this petition thing. Is I mean, did everyone else see that? I saw that and thought you tossers. <laughs> that's what I thought. <laughs> Um, it, it did have the impression that there's a whole lot of whinging there going on that, okay, the points are valid, but Frontier have said that in 2.4 and what they're going to announce at the Expo will probably cover off yeah. the majority of these issues. And sounds like, okay, you, you're, you're whinging. I understand I, that. I take exception but, to some of it as well. And, and, and this is purely yeah. from the point of view... In fact, well, maybe I should just bring it up so I don't misquote them or or get it wrong. Give me a sec while I just load this up for you guys. Um, we can put a link to it, but frankly, I don't think we should. Uh, not in the interest of stifling, you know, positive feedback for Frontier, but at risk of promoting something that just doesn't make sense. In order to show you, I mean, you know, that it doesn't make sense, you'd have to go and look at it, but you might accidentally click sign, and this thing should not gather any weight at all because... It's kind of like someone who's been playing the game, and I'm not going to suggest this is the case, but it's like someone who's been playing the game for five minutes and then has had a look on Reddit and has only caught 50% of the information. So the bit in particular is the complaint about the background sim. So, one of the demands that they are making is that a background system that does not have any real purpose, that's what they're saying, um, that the current one does. As I say, I think English is not their first language, because there's a few just kind of miswritten sentences and things, that not necessarily the spelling, but kind of, you read it and you you get the gist of it anyway. Um, So, they don't want systems to not bring players any benefits, and... This is the background sim, and you're not. If you're playing a role in it, you're facing a problem of a lack of understanding the mechanism. I take exception to that. I do. I totally and utterly disagree. The background system, in my opinion, could be improved by you know, but it's entirely engaging and adequate. The mystery of it just means that you haven't gone and got involved and done your own homework and and seeing how it is. This thing is meant to be inherently transparent. The fact that anybody has a grip on it is spectacular work from the community. It's got nothing to do with Frontier, letting it be understandable or writing manuals on it. It's the hard work of player groups that have engaged with it fully. 
They have experimented with it. They have done all their records and they have shared them publicly with people so that you can do the same, so you can follow their instructions. And there's not a single one of these background experts that I know of that isn't over the moon to share their knowledge with anybody that has the time to ask. You go and ask Commander Noctivagus, I'm thinking about doing this in this system, what should I look for? He will tell you with glee if you go and talk to Commander whoever or any of the people that get involved in it. They just cannot wait. It excites them. It's an exciting part of the game. Why? Because it's direct player action on the universe of the game in a tangible way that kind of sometimes makes sense. Sometimes it doesn't, but an awful lot of the time you can follow a particular plan of action and achieve a particular outcome. And the best thing about that particular outcome is it's not bloody guaranteed because at some point you're going to have to fight for it and you're going to have to get people to come and join your fight like we did for Lave Station and there's every possibility that a bigger player group is going to come and kick your arse and end your work in a second flat putting you back to the drawing board and then you've got to get smart then you've got to figure out the other way to go around it and that's just the background sim that's one element it could be a game of its own interact and crossplay that with the powers and power play above it and the interactions and the discrete things that we didn't even take care of because I'm, I'm quite background sim focused so I don't see the interaction with power play because power play doesn't interest me to have that level of complication involved as well and you can bring a power play faction down on your head because you're messing around in one of their systems I didn't think that could possibly be a thing that would happen that's freaking Awesome! The rules are constantly changed and corrected. Yes, of course they are. They're meant to be. It's got to evolve. It's got to change. They don't want you knowing how to work it. It's got to be difficult. You've got to try things. And the efforts of players that are trying to achieve goals are often disappeared because of these uncontrolled processes. I just think that's bullshit. And I'm sorry, I just totally disagree with that. Ultimately, it repels the players from this part of the gameplay. Right, clearly never spoken to any of the player groups that love the background sim and i'm not defending it at all because it's got bugs and things <laughs> in it all the way through that drive you mental to be you know we have been fighting for months as the hunting truckers to get out of the continual cycle of war and we thought we'd cracked it and then someone ua bombed our station and put us in lockdown that's brilliant. That is emergent gameplay. That's something you can't complete. And you've got to rally your troops to fight it. It's brilliant. And, as I said, we've come up with, through the last couple of broadcasts over the last couple of weeks, we've had ideas that we've kind of thought about. It's difficult for a single player to get involved in the background sim. That is very true, but not impossible. If you start in a small system, you can flip it. I know that Skip Rat and Mr. Winnard had quite a lot of fun in the uh, Doncom system and have had limited success but as i say at some point you're going to need people to fight your cause and that's going to take you going to the forums and pushing to get people to to fight with you and that's where it becomes a little bit tricky but i cannot see how it repels and there are updates coming in 2.4 this whole petition <laughs> kind of seems to be i would like 2.4 now so that i can pick it to bits and do another petition it's so badly yeah. timed. It's just so badly timed. Yeah. But point one, I think, should be deleted from that petition because I think it's a big pile of shite. Um, that's yeah, my opinion. No, no I'm no, I, totally I with you. And like, yeah, I, I completely agree because um, looking through all all the points, um, you know, there's a couple of things that 
people know have been outstanding uh, for Horizons. And yes, people still have complaints about these. But again, Frontier have said that these are the features that they will be looking at in the next year. Yeah, and if Frontier have oh, already well. said, we know there are issues here, don't moan and write a petition saying, we know there are issues here. But honestly, oh, who that's... thinks a kid can write a petition to a games company? <laughs> How did you... You signed twice, you pillock. No, I didn't. I was just suggesting when you open it up, be careful you don't sign it. <laughs> and then Lennon said, <laughs> how annoyed is Cow that he signed the petition unwittingly? And I went, no, I signed it twice. I just did it again there. Um, I didn't. No. Um, yeah, it's it's one of those things where uh, there are bugs and there are things that go wrong in the game and Frontier yeah. are an amazing company for putting their hands up. But yeah, I, I just think that when I look at this unbalanced PvP, well, do we not just have one of the biggest significant engineering recalls in the game to put an end to the unbalanced, unfair PvP by players abusing a sort of, you know, well, I wouldn't I wouldn't say cheat, but, you know, cheating bastards. Yes. No, um, it was cheat. <laughs> So, you know, they are constantly, and it's not something so, if you're telling us that somebody in a heavily engineered, you know, cutter who spent months doing the grind and getting it to where it is, shouldn't get the enjoyment of finding noobs in their sidewinder and blowing them up as they come out of their first station, then that doesn't make sense to be the case. But what, this is where, again, God, Craig, I could do it. So I didn't realise I could get worked up about this, but... <laughs> this is where crime and punishment is meant to fill the gap. It shouldn't be a case of they can't wipe you out quickly. They should be able to wipe you out quickly. But heaven help them, because that should trigger a huge five-star GTA response when the army comes in to take you back out. Yeah. I mean, I think from for all the, um, the, the 2.4... Um, upgrades so far, which are to do with crime and punishment. We do know that the karma system is in, uh, according to Sandra, so that the karma system will be tested. I'm assuming on. you mean Sandro, not Sandra. Yes, yeah, that's what I meant. I don't, thought you did. Don't be pedantic, <laughs> you know what I mean. Uh, I'm not unless there's something about Sandra you're not telling us. Well, apart from the fact that he's the first one eaten by a big dinosaur. Um, <laughs> I, uh, no, no, what was, no, Ed, Ed was meant Ed was eaten by Mr. Blobby, wasn't he? True. Highlight yes. of Leavecon that was, isn't it? It was a good one. Um, <laughs> so yeah, as I say, you do, uh, do check out the petition, but um, it, it kind of, I think it's come at the wrong time. I think after 2.4, yeah. like Mindwipe is saying, and see, I do see Mindwipe, I do see um, that the karma system doesn't work in beta. So these are the things that they're working on. And yes, should you do a petition or should you do a very well written letter, an email to the community team, I think would be far more um, far better received even through the ticketing system where it would be logged would be a far better way of making your point than this kind of half-arsed um, poorly researched petition yeah, the only thing I'd say about that is you might be waiting a while to, if ever, to get a response back. You're not going to get a response from this petition either because it's nonsense oh, yeah we, we, we've only raised it because it made, you know, it kind of got me a bit, a bit annoyed. And I'm not saying that the guys involved, because they're passionate and they want to see change for the good. But I just yes. think that this just seems to be badly timed, that's all. No, I agree there completely. Right. Is there anything else that we're wanting to raise? 
Other than my heart rate. Other than your heart rate. I, I thought your heart rate already gone up. Other things, uh, you know, power play, I'd love to see adjustments to, by the way, in case if, there's, if someone would write another petition, I'd like to see a kind of um, slightly more um, Care Bear ability to sort of, you know, ease your way into power play, um, where you kind of have an, that kind of, again, I think the karma system needs to help a lot. Mm. And the Thargoid's going to be all that anyway, so there's nothing to do, so don't worry about it. Um, well, well, we're going to have to find out what's going to come with that whenever that eventually hits. Right. In that case, then, I think we should wipe it up. I'm going to have to see as a, a massive, well, not massive, but a significant amount of folk around Lave today. I'm going to have to say thank you to Commander Akaburst, Commander Bograt, Coldzar, Col- uh, Colin, Grant, Taran, and I think I saw Miggles earlier as well. Oh, um, they were all hanging out and shooting Coldzar, basically, for about the past two hours outside of Lave. And he's still alive. Although he is on 14% hole now. So I want to thank all you guys for joining us. And I think that's it for another episode of Lave Radio. If you want, you can get in touch with the show. You can email us at info at laveradio.com. We're on Facebook at facebook.com slash laveradio. We are at laveradio on Twitter. You can join the, dis- join the Discord chat by going to tinyurl.com slash lavechat. We're also on a TeamSpeak server, which is teamspeak.laveradio.com. Uh, Lave Radio is recorded live every Tuesday, unless we're not, at 8.30, unless we're not, and streamed out on laveradio.com. Sla- wow, Coldzar just blew up all over my face. Anyway, we're streamed live on laveradio.com slash live. Thank you very much to Colin, to Grant, and for, for Cold Zar for exploding all over my face. Until next time, fly safe. And if you can't do that, why don't you try a docking computer?
Alnet News Digest, 29th of August 3303. We read the news so you don't have to. In this week's news, much ado about Thargoids. The Blue Star Line gets you there quicker. Pulsing Cobras take over as Golden goes. Much ado about Thargoids. With the establishment of the Cooperative Partnership, Aegis, it seems that the supposed threat of Thargoid invasion is looming ever closer. How did we get here? There have been rumours for years about strange octagonal ships ripping unlucky commanders out of witch space. These encounters rarely ended well, but the few pilots who survived spoke of immense firepower, backed up by the alien equivalent of ship-launched fighters, the so-called Thargons. However, until this year, there have been no confirmed recent cases of alien interdiction. There's been a slow build-up of information that's led many to believe that we've been encountering Thargoids again. Very early in 3301, we encountered unknown artefacts. Then the barnacle sites were discovered in Merope at the beginning of 3302. These yielded meta-alloys, which can heal damaged equipment. Unknown probes were discovered that appeared to be beaming information about star systems to Merope 5C. Information that included the distance of the system from a currently inaccessible system, Call 70, Sector FY-NC21-3. In September 3302, the first crashed ship was found, and in January 3303, commanders started reporting being interdicted during intersystem hyperspace jumps by vessels that have been identified as Thargoid. But these Thargoids are very different from the Thargoids of the old stories. They're not hostile. They seem to be mildly interested in the human ships. But after scanning them, they turn away and fly off without causing any harm. These alien ships have also been seen repairing themselves at barnacle sites. Then, in July this year, a large number of what many think might be Thargoid bases were discovered. These huge bases appear to be tended by robots known as scavengers and to contain some sort of galactic map that can be activated using the correct keys. The only indication that Thargoids might be hostile is a destroyed Federation battlegroup discovered in May. The Federation has of course denied any knowledge, but who knows what happened. The Federation may well have shot first, with the Thargoids forced to defend themselves. It seems that the Thargoids may have been exploiting the Pleiades for years before Obsidian Orbital was moved into position. Do they see us as invading their space? Are they probing our defences? Are they preparing for an attack? Or are they just vaguely amused by the helpless little human ships moving through their territory? The Blue Star Line gets you there quicker. An awful lot of commanders want better communications with Colonia. 
The Inquisition's appeal to establish the first of a series of three starports on the route to Colonia completed in less than three days. So the starport can be expected to be deployed earlier than originally expected. With gold selling at 3,500 credits profit in Kamadenu, and when added to the substantial rewards offered by the Inquisition, many a fortune has been made. And there are two more similar appeals planned for the remaining two starports. So there's plenty more chances to make a quick pile of credits. Pulsing Cobras take over as Golden goes. The Pilots' Federation wasn't kidding when it said that the golden paint jobs were going to be available for a limited time only. They were on sale for just one week, resulting in a number of commanders coming back from their summer holiday to find out they'd missed the chance. But it's not all bad. Pulsing paint jobs are now available for the Cobra Mark III, offering a bit more of the Tron aesthetic to that classic ship design. However, no other paint job could possibly come close to the upstanding magnificence of a pulsing purple python. And that's this week's Galnet News. Galnet News, we read the news so you don't have to. Galnet News Digest, 29th of August 3303. We read the news so you don't have to. In this week's news, much ado about Thargoids. The Blue Star Line gets you there quicker. Pulsing Cobras take over as Golden goes. Much ado about Thargoids. With the establishment of the cooperative partnership Aegis, it seems that the supposed threat of Thargoid invasion is looming ever closer. How did we get here? There have been rumours for years about strange octagonal ships ripping unlucky commanders out of witch space. These encounters rarely ended well, but the few pilots who survived spoke of immense firepower backed up by the alien equivalent of ship-launched fighters, the so-called Thargons. However, until this year, there have been no confirmed recent cases of alien interdiction. There's been a slow build-up of information that's led many to believe that we've been encountering Thargoids again. Very early in 3301, we encountered unknown artefacts. Then the barnacle sites were discovered in Merope at the beginning of 3302. These yielded meta-alloys, which can heal damaged equipment. Unknown probes were discovered that appeared to be beaming information about star systems to Merope 5C. 
information that included the distance of the system from a currently inaccessible system. Call 70, sector FY-N, C21-3. In September 3302, the first crashed ship was found, and in January 3303, commanders started reporting being interdicted during intersystem hyperspace jumps by vessels that have been identified as Thargoid. But these Thargoids are very different from the Thargoids of the old stories. They're not hostile. They seem to be mildly interested in the human ships. But after scanning them, they turn away and fly off without causing any harm. These alien ships have also been seen repairing themselves at barnacle sites. Then, in July this year, a large number of what many think might be Thargoid bases were discovered. These huge bases appear to be tended by robots known as scavengers and to contain some sort of galactic map that can be activated using the correct keys. The only indication that Thargoids might be hostile is a destroyed Federation battlegroup discovered in May. The Federation has of course denied any knowledge, but who knows what happened. The Federation may well have shot first, with the Thargoids forced to defend themselves. It seems that the Thargoids may have been exploiting the Pleiades for years before Obsidian Orbital was moved into position. Do they see us as invading their space? Are they probing our defences? Are they preparing for an attack? Or are they just vaguely amused by the helpless little human ships moving through their territory? The Blue Star Line gets you there quicker. An awful lot of commanders want better communications with Colonia. The Inquisition's appeal to establish the first of a series of three starports on the route to Colonia completed in less than three days, so the starport can be expected to be deployed earlier than originally expected. With gold selling at 3,500 credits profit in Kamadenu, and when added to the substantial rewards offered by the Inquisition, many a fortune has been made. And there are two more similar appeals planned for the remaining two starports. So there's plenty more chances to make a quick pile of credits. Pulsing Cobras take over as Golden goes. The Pilots' Federation wasn't kidding when it said that the Golden paint jobs were going to be available for a limited time only. They were on sale for just one week, resulting in a number of commanders coming back from their summer holiday to find out they'd missed the chance. But it's not all bad. Pulsing paint jobs are now available for the Cobra Mark III, offering a bit more of the Tron aesthetic to that classic ship design. However, no other paint job could possibly come close to the upstanding magnificence of a pulsing Purple Python. And that's this week's Galnet News. Galnet News, we read the news so you don't have to. <laughs>